0: We begin today the Gemara on Davut Nunvavu Medbeis, the last line where it says Simon. The Gemara here brought a between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef regarding a Shemir Aveda, a person that's keeping a uh, lost object, the mitzvah of a Shavas So in this time period, when he's guarding it, what level of Shmirah does he have? Does he have to do? Is he a Shemar Chinam? Or is he a Shemir sachar So Rabbi says that he's a Shemar Chinam. He's not getting paid for what he's doing. He's doing a mitzvah. No, no one's paying him for this. So, he has the Allah of a So, what's the rule always by shaym He has to guard it, not to, that there shouldn't be any pshia, without any negligence. But if it gets stolen or if it gets lost or anything else happens, that's not his responsibility. Rav says there's a certain gain that the person that's guarding this lost object has. What is that? And one pshat the Gemara says if a poor person, com- poor person comes to the door and asks you for bread while you're tending to this Aveda, you don't have to give that Sadakeh, so you're gaining that. So therefore your a is Sachar, and therefore you're going to have to guard it like a is Sachar, which is responsible not only for P'shiyah, but also for Genev and Aved. If it gets stolen or it gets lost, it's going to be his responsibility as well. Okay, so the next, the Gemara we're going to learn today is all going to be different Ra'is. The Gemara brings questions on this Machleikis. In the Simen here, the Gemara brings this. Simen, Hechzira, La'ilam, Hoshev, Chieh, Amrit, nishbar schar So Aisvei Rav Yosef le Rabe. asks Rabe that said that a shomer aveda is only a shomer chinam. The Brisa says A person returned an aveda to a place where the owner can see it. He finds out who the owner is and he drops it off in his property, in his house. You have no responsibility to take care of it once you brought it to his house. You did your mitzvah Vashavis you don't have to do anything more, even though you didn't give it to him into his hands. <speaking> in <Hebrew> now the Bryce continues and says, if it got stolen or it got lost, then the Shamir Aveda is responsible for this. Now wh- what is this talking about here when the Bryce says it got stolen or lost? My <speaking> nigavda. <in Hebrew> At what point was the Bryce saying, if it got stolen or lost, that you are responsible? So love, don't you think the pshara here is Nignava <speaking> mi <Hebrew> Before you returned it. When it was still in the house of the Shemin Aveda, and from there it got stolen or lost, you're going to be responsible for this. So, this is a question. And what Rabbi said, that you're only a Shemin a Sheyman is not Chayef for and He's only Chayef if you were negligent. Here it clearly says that if it gets stolen or lost, you are responsible. Who are you giving it to? Back to the owner. No? Yeah, yeah. But the Gemara says. The Gemara says, though, that when it says here, <laughs> it's talking before he gave it back. Once he gave it back, it said, then you're done. You have no responsibility for it anymore. So when it says afterwards in the B'raise, so simply, what is it talking about? Before you gave it back, when it's still in the house of the Shem and Aveda, and it's saying that you're responsible for Gnev and Aveda. So the man answer is, that's not how you have to read the B'raise. It actually is talking about, even after he gave it back, he dropped it off in the house of the owner. He didn't give it into his hands, but he will be responsible for, for a geneva and a veda that happens at that point. Why is that? So the Gemara explains this. The, the reason we assume that the B'dayseh is talking before you gave it back is because the B'dayseh clearly says once you drop it off in his house, even if you didn't give it into his hands, you don't have to take care of it anymore. So how could you say the continuation of the B'dayseh is talking about after you brought it to his house? Mm. So, explained, this is how you have to understand the price. So we're talking about it very as follows. True, you don't have to give it into the owner's hands. It's enough if you put it into his house. But it depends when in the day. As Maria will explain. You returned it to him in the afternoon. What's the significance about the fact that you returned it to him in the afternoon? And The price here is saying that when it comes to returning it to the house of the owner, when he's not present... Are you going to still be responsible for this, even though you didn't give it into his hands? You brought it to his house, so it depends when in the day you gave it back to him. Hmm. And this is what the brayse is saying. If you brought it back to the owner in the morning, which is a time when the owner comes in and goes out, and he's, 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 so then you know he's going to see it. And it's common that he comes in and out in the morning. He's going to see it. So then you don't have to take care of it anymore, even though he didn't give it into his hands, but you put it down on his porch, in his house, in a time when he comes in and out, so he's going to see it. <coughs> but if you return it to the owner in the afternoon, in a place where he could see it, but he's not going to be around then. In the afternoon, he's busy, he's out in the field working. It's not common for him to come in and out. So he's not going to see it. And then, and there it got stolen or got lost. So here you're going to be responsible for this. So over here, what the is basically saying is, in this case, when you returned it in a time when he's not going to see it, and it gets stolen or lost, that's actually a pshia, that's a negligence. Why, why are you putting it down in a place, in a time that you know that he's out working in the field, and he's not going to see it? So therefore, for that, you are going to be chayiv, even if you're just a M'Chinam. Obviously, this uh, depends on the time period. I mean, in the what is times? It's saying over here that in the morning is when people come in and out, and they see it in the afternoon. They're out busy in the field working. I don't know, maybe today it's different. There's other times when you could say that a person is available and he sees it. Hey, Svei. He asked him a question from another Braise. Here, this is, this is actually a continuation. This is the Seifa of that same Braise that uh, we just had here now. This is a continu- but the Braise continues. He's always going to be responsible for this Aveda that he's safeguarding. Until he brings it back to the of the owner of this Aveda. So the gemara explains, What is this B'risa saying when it uses this word, You're always responsible. Lav, don't you think it, what it's saying is, that over here, when it's in your house, in other words, in the house of this person that's guarding this Aveda, and it's saying that you're always going to be responsible for whatever it ha- happens to it. The Gnevin Aveda that I mentioned before in the braisa and it's saying that you're going to always be responsible. Not only, like we just explained, after you returned it, and you brought it in a time when he's not there, so there's a negligence. No, you're always going to be responsible for this. So, so, from this Lushan of the continuation of the B'raiseh, you can prove that he's always responsible, and he's always responsible for the Gneve Aveda that mentioned before. Like G'shem Sochar. It's a question on Rabbi. So, Rabbi answers to this. "My Rabbi says, I'll agree to you to B'raiseh. This braisa here is talking about animals that a person has in a, as an Aveda. In such a case, Rabbi says, I'll agree to you that the one guarding this animal... Has to be careful with it to the extent that he should make sure that it shouldn't get stolen or lost. Why is that? Even if he's a shemichinam, usually a shemichinam is not responsible for gneiv and aveda, but a shaym aveda, which is a shemichinam, will be responsible for gneiv and aveda if it is animals that he's guarding. What's unique about animals here? So the gemara explains the kivin the nokti nigre braisa. Since we see that these animals got into this habit that they went out. What happened over here? These animals got lost and you found these animals. So you see that these are animals that just walk off on their own and they get they, they, and therefore they get lost. And if they walk off on their own, that's how they can also get stolen. So therefore, if you're the shaman Aveda of these animals, you have to expect that it's possible for them to walk off again and get lost and therefore also to get stolen. So therefore, even if you're only on the level of a shaymichinam, you're going to have to do an extra shmireh, not just to not be negligent like usually it is, but over here also to be careful that it shouldn't get stolen or lost, because that's part of something that you could expect. And if therefore forget stolen or lost, this is actually going to be considered to be a pshia, because you see already it, the nature that this animal has. And not not the Gemara says. The reverse. Rabbi now asked Rav again. Rav is the one that said that a shame in is a shame and he has a responsibility always for any Aveda. for a uh, for for and So Rabbi asked him. The price that says Hoshev. The title by the mitzvah of hashavas It writes a double lashon. First it says Return it, and then so then if you would only say this one word, I would say That would mean that you have to return this Aveda to the house of the owner. How do we know that you don't have to return it to his house? It's enough if you bring it to his garden, or you bring it to uh, his property where he has some broken down house. So it's enough if you return it there as well. The Apostlech says another Lashon again, return it, that means Wherever you return it to, even if it's not his house, just outdoors to his garden, to a churbe, y'itza so the Gemara explains what exactly is this Bryce is saying here. What difference does it make if you bring it to his house or outdoors to his garden? What does it mean that you bring it to his garden or to a chorba outside? If this is a garden that's that's safe, that's very very uh, guarded, and a chorba, which is also very guarded, so that's exact same thing like the house. And another what the, the Gemara is saying is, if we're going to say that it's guarded to the same extent as a house, then it's exactly the same like a house. Pesos over here spells out what's unique about a house. A house, which is not outdoors, it's walls, it's a, you're, you're you're safe indoors, even if there's a strong wind, even if there's a hurricane, it's indoors, so it's it, you're safe. If we're going to talk about a gina or a Chorbe that has the same level of safety and the enclosure, like a house, that no matter what kind of wind comes, it's the same safe, so then obviously... There's no point in saying that returning it to the garden is just as good as returning it to the house. It's it's, it's it's just as safe. So then isn't it obvious, what are we talking about over here? This is a garden that you're returning it to, it's outdoors, and it's not as safe as it is indoors. It's a khur, it's also an outdoor place which is not uh, as safe. So places of here, again, according to places of the Pshad over here is: it is a place which is his property, and you know, has maybe a wall around it, it's, 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 but a ruach and that comes, a, a wind, a, a hurricane, a, wind, a strong wind comes, it's not going to be safe over there. It's not as safe as indoors. And what does it say over here? That it's, if, the, if you return it to this place, it's good enough. Why is it good enough? Shmamechinam Dami says, Rabbi, from here you can prove that it's a Shemachinam. Um, so, the chat the, the, of what the Gemara is saying over here is there's another detail which is the difference between a Shemachinam and a Shemisacher. Besides the difference that uh, a Shemachinam is only responsible for Geneva and Aveda. Again, only for Shia that is. Yeah. And uh, the Shem is responsible more for Gnev and It's also the level of Shmira. We had this before in the Gemara. The difference between a Shaym and a Shem is also the level of Shmira Bechlal. a the fact that he's even responsible for Gnev and is because he has to do a much stronger Shmira. A Shem has to just do a basic Shmira. So over here in this Praisa, when it's saying that it's enough if he returns it to the owner... Outdoors where it's just a basic shmira, it's in his property. But a ruach metsuya will will still come and blow it away, and that's enough. <coughs> so that sees that your that, that what you see from this is that that, that your level of Shmira is a basic shemitah, like a <laughs> shayne not like a <laughs> m'sachar that uh, Rav Yisif said. So the pasuk itself, hashiv teshivim, is saying that you have to just do a basic Shmira. Amale, <laughs> so <Rabbi> answers <laughs> No, I'll tell you over here. The the over here is. Yisuf, he says, <laughs> that when you're returning it to the garden or to mm-hmm. a it's a place which is just as safe, just as guarded as the house itself. <laughs> so the question you had was, if so, it's the exact same thing as the house. So like, no And what the Pasuk is saying, <laughs> that when you return, an Aveda, you don't have to return it when the owner knows and that you're returning it to him, whether you give it into his hand, or you let him know that I'm coming <coughs> now, and I'm putting it right over here, you don't have to have the the bailam? you find an Aved, you drop it off in his house, you don't even let him know anything, that's good enough, that's the Kiddush over here, so meaning when you come into his house, you walk into a person's house, he sees you, he knows you're here, so then, so then you have the das of the b'alim. G'inose Churbose is a place where the b'alim is not necessarily there. And that's what the B'ra'as is saying, that it's enough to return in this way. <laughs> and this is a chiddush that Rabbi Loza said, Rabbi the Omer Ozar, tzrichim das Anybody that's returning an object to its owner, you have to return it with letting the b'alim know about this. And what does Hakoyl refer to? Whether you're returning a, a pekodin or a ganeth that is returning something that he stole. So, over there, he has to return it and let the owner know about it. <coughs> but, except when you return a lost item, you don't have to let him know about <laughs> it. Here, the title says the double lashan, it's enough if you return it even without letting him know. Okay, so, there's, so there's, therefore, this is here for this. There's no for here a, against Rav Yasef. The loy you won't hold as well. Don't you agree as well? The aveda, a person that's watching an aveda dami that he has a halacha just like a shayim echinam. So he brought in the name of Rabbi Yechenen That said, as follows: what, what if it happens over here that a person that's guarding an aveda, and then the owner finds out? Oh, he has my aveda. And he wants to get it back. And the Shemar Aveda the comes and says, Sorry, it got stolen from me. So then it turns out, and he, he, not only he says that it got stolen from me, but the haloch actually over here is, he, he, he timed it, he, he claimed that it got stolen from him, and he even he swore it got stolen from me. But then it turns out that he lied. He really had it in his possession. So what's the haloch? He's going to have to pay, careful, just like a ganiv that steals, the Allah is that Shnay Yishalim, that he has to pay kaful. the same, even if you didn't go and physically steal, but you found an Aveda. And now you tie it, that it got stolen from you, but really you have it in your property, that's also a form of Ganeda. So therefore, you have to pay double for this. Same like uh, Arganath himself. Okay, but now, Frekta <coughs> the this person is a and Aveda. Right? And what was his taina? His taina is that it got stolen from him. Now, if you're going to learn like Rav Yaisif, Yisrael, Kedaitich Shem'i Socha where It is Shem'i Rav Eda has the same alocha as a Sochar. socha, Mishalom to Shlumi kefal. Why should he pay double? Karne bo shlomi He should only have to pay the principal. He should only have to pay what the aved, what this aveda itself is worth. What's the Gemara's question? When he taina, that it got stolen, he wasn't trying to patter himself of paying. If he's a hinnom and he's tiny that it got stolen, he has to pay for that. Uh, sorry, i sorry. A new again. Uh, okay. Sorry, I'm confused. Let me start over again. If he, if you're gonna say like Rav Yosef that he's a shaym sachar, a sachar is responsible for a gnevev aveda. So when he tined that it got stolen, he wasn't trying to pat to himself. He was he was saying, "Sorry, it got stolen, and I'm, I'll pay you for it." So now, when we discover that really he has it himself in his possession, he shouldn't have to pay kaful. He was ready to pay for it before. When he had to pay kaful, if he was a shemichinam, and when he says it got stolen, he was trying to pot it himself and keep it for himself. So he's a Ganev. And now, when we discover that he has it, so now it makes sense that he has to pay kaful. So from here, we see that a shemir avede is a uh, is a and they, again, it's because he's a Shemichinon, when he would tie it, that it got stolen, he was trying to put it himself, and therefore he has to pay careful. Amalei, sort Sarav Yisav answers to this, What are we talking about over here in this case? What exactly did this Shemir Avedet He didn't tain it that it got stolen. He tied it, yeah, it got stolen, but it was an armed robbery. That's how it got stolen. A list of Mazuyan is something that even a Shaymir Sachar is not responsible for because of armed robbery. That's an oinis mamish. So a Shaymir uh, Sachar is only responsible for a regular gnev of Aveda, someone that uh, got into your house and stole the item from you or got lost. But a list of is an oinis. Such a kind of thing, even a Shaymir Sachar is pater. So if this Shaymir Aveda came and said that there was an armed robbery and that's how it got stolen from me, he was trying to pat it himself. And therefore, if now we discover that he lied, and he swore falsely as well, then he's going to have to pay kaful. So this makes sense, even according to Rav Yesif. But now the Gemara has another question. This halacha of paying kaful doesn't always apply. There's a difference between a ganav and a Gazlan. We just learned this now in the Rambam and Hilchis uh, Geneve of Aveda. The, the whole halacha of paying Kefal is only by a ganav. Not by a ghazlan. What's the difference between a ganav and a ghazlan? A ghanev is a person that's afraid of people. And he comes and he hides when he steals. He comes into a house in the middle of the night or whatever it is. A ghazlan is a person that comes openly and strongly and he just steals from you. The halacha of paying is only by a person that uh, hides from people. Not a ghazlan. So over here, frek to if so, i'omalei, so I'll ask back, list them zuya and ghazlan who. A list of Mazuyan, if, what he, what he was arguing it what, what his taina was, is that uh, there was a list of mizuyen, there was an armed robbery, so that's gzela. If so, if he, if what he said was it was a gzela, there's no uh, payment for keful in such a case. Only if he said a taina that it was a gneve, then there should be a din of keful. But if he said that it was a gzela, list of mizuyen, so, so there's so no, there's no payment of keful? So how could you explain that in this? But I said, when it says at taina, is ganev, Ba'avedeh, that you pay Kefal, what it means is that the shame of Aaveideh really is a shame of Sochar. Why is he chayev? Because he tainah that there was a list of mezuyin, there was an armed robbery. If that was his tainah, so then there's no payment of Kefal v'chlaw. Amale said of answered, Sha'ani o'ymeh, no, I say, list of mezuyin, that even an armed robber, the demetam inchi, since he hides from people, Ghanavu. He's also he, also, he is also considered to be a Ganev. What does this mean? How do you define the difference between a Ghanav and a Ghazlan? A Ganev is a person that's afraid of people. A of a person that's an armed robber, is also afraid of people. That's why he's arming himself. He's hiding sort of behind his weapons. A, a, a Ghazlan is a person that comes openly. He's not afraid of anybody. He doesn't need any weapons. And he comes and he steals. This of is also defined as a Ganev. And therefore, there is a payment of Kefal. So therefore, that's a Pshat this Brayseh. Okay, so now the continuation of the Gemara shifts over to this subject. In order to answer of Yosef's opinion that a Shemer Aveda is a sheimer sachar, he he had to explain over here. It's actually, it actually wasn't a brayso; it was Rab Yechanin. He had to explain this statement of Rab Yechanin by saying that a lister Muzuyin has the halacha of a uh, of, of a ganav and he pays Ka'fal. Okay, so now the Gemara shifts over to this subject: Is a lister Muzuyin a ganav that pays kafel or not? A'svi, so they asked an amav regarding this, and here the brayse begins like it's sort of like the middle of a subject, and it's not a cl- clear exactly what this Bryce is talking about. Rashi says he doesn't know where and what this brayse is referring to. The brayse over here is going to talk about the Shemuchinom and the Shemuchinosachar, and it's going to discuss which one is more stringent in the halochas, Shemuchinom or Shemuchinachar. So like I said, Rashi says he doesn't know what it's about, Teisvis says that what this B'raiseh is talking about is there's a halacha by every Shem which is called Shlichus Yad if you go and touch this item that you're safe keeping so then you're responsible for anything that happens to it once you touch it now the tailor repeats this din it writes it by Hashem Chinom and it writes it by the sachar. why does the Teira have to write this din by both of them if the tailor would write this halacha by a Misachar does it have to repeat it again by Hashem sachar. so the B'raiseh here according to Teisvis is coming to address this now, excuse me, touch me. Literally just touch? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you touched it, you used it, or you even or just you touched it. it. Yeah, t- even touched it. So now, law, you can't compare the two because Im Amrit B'shaymer Chinam, I'll show you that there's a stringency that Shaymer Chinam has. In other words, you might think Shaymer Chinam is a more basic level of a Shaymer, which is more lenient and much less of responsibility than a Shaymer Sacha shem Yisroch is being paid, he has much more of a responsibility. So the B'raith says, no, that's not necessarily the case. Because imam if the trader would say this halacha of Shlich only by shem I wouldn't compare and say shem Yisroch has the same thing, because I would say there's a certain stringency I find only by shem Yisroch. What is that? Shukim Yishalom, By Hashem it's possible that he would have to pay Kaful. How is it possible that he pays Kaful? If he comes and argues and says, Sorry, I don't have your item that you gave me to keep, it got stolen. And then we discover that he himself stole it. In such a case, he's going to have to pay kefal. However, by a shame is If he comes and claims, Sorry, I don't have your item because it got stolen, he doesn't pay kefal. He's responsible to pay it back. He's not putted by saying ganevi, he's just going to have to pay that item itself. There's no kefal, though. So therefore we see that shemichinam is more stringent than Shem That's the point of this B'raisa. Now, but based on what Av Yasef just said, this possibility that when you're trying to, to, to say that it got stolen, that you pay kefal, if then we discover that you actually have it, applies by shemichinam. And it's actually possible to apply by Hashem as well. Like Rav Yaisa just explained before in the case of Liste ganavu. If you're going to say that an armed robber is not defined as a gazlon, but he's defined as a ganev, as a person that's afraid of people. And therefore you do pay kefal for this. See, so if so, <coughs> you could have also this uh, halacha of paying kefal by Hashem as well when B'tayin If the Misocha Tried to pat himself by saying, "Sorry, I don't have your item because an armed robbery happened, and therefore it was an anus." So he, he was trying to pat himself, and then we when we discovered that he actually has it, so he has to pay kaful for this. So if so, the kaful pay, payment of kaful applies by the shem and by the shemichinachar. Why are we saying that shemichinim is has this stringency? Amalei said, answer to this: This is what the brisa means to say." Law, you can't compare Shay to Shay Musakha. still has more of a stringency than Shay Why? Because hey, I'm, I'm Amri Bishem. If you're gonna say only by Shay and again as I said before, Taisus is saying here, if you're gonna say this aloha of Yad only by Shay I would say maybe it applies only there. Why? <laughs> because Sha'alanta Because here, no matter what he tain whether he's gonna tain that it got stolen from him, the Ginevah, regular Geneva. Or whether he tain is that it got stolen from him with an armed robbery, either way he's gonna pay kaful. however, Shahim Sakhar has a leniency. shlumik he doesn't always pay kafel. only if he tain is that there was Listamazuyan. If he's gonna tain that it was a Gnava, there's no keful, then he just has to pay then he's responsible to pay for that, the, the and the principal. Only if he tiny that there was a list of mezuyin, it was an armed robbery, then he has to pay kefal. So therefore there's still a certain stringency by Shreem Echinov that you don't have a Shreem Esocha. So the Pshat and the remains, even if you say that the list of pays kefal. Hey Svei, but there's another question that they asked on, Rav Yasef, again here we're focusing on this detail, this halacha that Rav Yasef said, that a list of mezuin, an armed robber, is defined as a ganav, not as a gazlan. So they asked on him, the Braissa says, This is by a shoil, person that borrows something. So it says if it got broken or it died, so he's gonna be responsible to pay it back. Now the chiddush over here is that by a, by a shoyal, you're high for anything. Even if an even if an inus happens, that's what a nishbais means. An inus. The, the item that you borrowed just broke or died, a total ainus, out of your control, you still have to pay for that. Now the braissa explains in the Elishvuru Mesa. In the pasuk, I see that you're responsible for if a broker died in einus How do I know if it's something that happened with it wasn't mamish and einus? It got stolen or it got lost that you that a Shail is responsible for that as well? Says the B'raisa, So you'll say that this is a Haim, You can learn out from the shemisachar uma sachar. If when it comes to the he doesn't have to pay for if a broker died when there's an einus. But te, he is responsible to pay if it got stolen or lost. mesa. A shayel where the title says he's chayiv even for an einis, Ain Definitely din shachayiv b'gneivavaveda. Definitely is chayiv for a gnev and, and the brayla concludes after it says it's kavuchayme This is such a strong kavuchayme you can't refute this kavuchayme. This is a clear proof that a shayel is going to be chayiv on gnivavaveda. But now the points out, nope, there is a certain stringency that we could find in Shem Misachar that a Shoyal does not have. So not necessarily can you learn out from the Chiyav of Gneva of by Shem Misachar to a Shoyal. What is that stringency? Says the Gemara V'ee Salketaitach. Now, if you're going to say, List the Mizuyong Ganavu. An armed robber is defined as a Ganav. And therefore, there's a payment of Kefal that applies there. So, am I why are you saying that there's no refutation to this Ka'avu I'll find you a stringency that Sheh has, that Sheol does not have. And I'll refute as follows. When it comes to Sheh for him, when he comes and argues that I, I don't have your item because there was an armed robbery, so in such a case, when it discovers that he did have it, He's gonna to have to pay kaful. The tainus list of When when he came and argued and said, "Sorry, I don't have it," because uh, there was a, a list of then he has to pay careful And that stringency does not apply by a Shoyal. By a Shoyal, no matter what he claims happened to the item, even if you when he claims that an oynus happened, he's not gonna be he's not gonna be chayav. Uh, <coughs> sorry, he's not uh, pattering himself. So by by a Shoyal, you, you don't have this p'tur. Again, by a shoyal that is, you don't have this chiyav of kefal. So how could you tell me that by sochar it's definitely more lenient than a shoyal and therefore I have a kalvah from from Sh- Sh- sachar to shoyal? No, over here, according to Rav Yosef, there is this stringency by sochar that you pay for a list of mizuyin. If you tie in a list of mizuyin, you pay kefal. So the one answer is, Amalei, Kasovah, Haitana. This Tana holds that nevertheless, shoyal is still more stringent. This uh, refutation to say, ah, Shemesochah has the stringency that you pay keful, is not uh, is not a pircha. Why not? Because karne b'loy shvu'e. the fact that by a shoyal, you pay keren, you have to pay the principal, you have to pay for the item itself, that uh, there was an onus for this, and you have to pay that without any shvueh. Adifa, that's a bigger stringency, mikfa bishvur. Then the fact that by Hashem Sakhar, if he claimed that it got stolen, and the only time he pays keful is with a shvur. That's the key point of this answer here, according to Rashi. Since he only has to pay keful, when he swore falsely that it got stolen, and what, what kind of case of stolen are we talking about? We're talking about an armed robbery. What's the stringency based on? It's not a stringency regarding the level of shmirah that he has to do. The level of shmirah by a shoyl is more than a The Vaharaya by a shoyl is responsible even for an inus. By a shemisachar is not responsible for an inus. The stringency that you find by a Saha that he has to pay keful is because of the Shvu'ah, because he swore falsely. That's what's so terrible. Not the fact that his level of is more. when he swore falsely that there was a list of Mazillion, then he's going to have to pay kafel for that. So therefore, but as far as the level of shemitah is concerned, for sure the Shoyal is more stringent. So therefore, the brayso is saying that this is uh, a this is there's no pircha on this uh, on this kalvachaimer. Uh, Marik says, shall we say that we can prove what Rav Yisif said? The point what, uh, that Rav Yosef said here, that a list of Mizuyan, an armed robber, has the aloha, like a Ganav, and you pay kafal. So, because the Braise says, A person a person rents a cow from his friend, and and this cow got stolen, and uh, the, the person, the renter, comes and says, I'm ready. I'm ready to pay for the the the, the, the what happened there that it got stolen. Ve'eni nishpa I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna swear to patter myself, right? Even though one of the words it's saying is he could swear to patter himself, but he has that option. But nevertheless, he says, you know what? I'm not gonna swear to tell you that it uh, really got stolen and I'm patter. I'm ready to pay. And then vachkach nimtzaganev. And then what ends up happening is this ganev that actually stole it is found. Now, that ganer that stole it has to pay kefal, like every ganer. Who does he pay the kefal to? He pays it to the renter. He doesn't pay it to the owner of this object, he pays it to the renter. Now, this, is, this is the general aloha. This is a aloha that's brought in the beginning of Payti Kamafkid and Bab Matsiyah. That time a person that is safeguarding something and he takes upon himself, he says, You know what, I'm, I'm going to pay you for it and I'm not, I'm not going to pata myself. So then when you discover that Ganev, because this person took upon himself to pay anyways, even though he didn't have to, if he could have pataed himself, he gets the payment of the keful. The Gemara there explains it, this was part of the understanding, part of the deal, when the owner gave it to the, to the Shomer, that if he's going to take upon himself to pay for this Ganev, then if that Ganev is found, he, the payment of the keful is going to go to this Shomer. So here, the B'dayse says, the same Allah applies to a renter. Okay, so the Gemara explains, Savrua. Now, the ones that wanted to bring this as a rayatar of Yosef thought Yehuda, that this brahisa so follows the opinion of Rabbi Yudah regarding a renter. What does Rabbi Yehuda say about a renter? The Omar Rabbi Yehuda says, every renter has the halacha like a shame is which means that every renter is responsible for gneve and Aveder. <laughs> now, O what does it say here in the Mishalim? This renter that has a halacha like Hashem M'sachar is, is saying, I'm ready to pay for the nishba, And I'm not going to swear to Pater myself. What does that mean that he's not going to swear to Pater himself? And so what the B'ra'isah is saying is that this, which is like, has a halacha of Hashem M'sachar, could have Pater himself if he would swear. What does that mean? How would he Pater himself? If it got stolen and he's a, she- he's a seichir, which has the halacha like a shem Misachar, how would he patter himself? He- he- he's high for the geneva that happened. Hey chidami, so what's the case over here? So don't you think the case over here is like Rav Yosef said, going to tie in, tie in list Yes, it got stolen, but it got stolen with an armed robbery. And he's saying that I could have potted myself by-, by claiming that. And then, what does the Brisa go on to say? The Brisa says that then, when you find this ganiv, mishalem tashlum that this ganiv has to pay keful to who? and he pays it to the seicher. So, Shmami From here, you see listem zuya and ganivu that an armed robber has the halacha of a ganiv that pays keful. Because right? again, because that's the whole. What happened over here is it was armed robbery, and the Brisa says that he could have patted himself. Why could it be patted himself? He's a shame. He's a shame, A As Allah of a If it wasn't an armed robbery. A plain geneva. He wouldn't have patted himself. The way the Gemara understands this. Braise is. He could have patted himself. By timing. That this armed robbery happened. And then. It's an anus, so He would be patted. And then it says. If you find this armed robbery. He pays careful. So you see clearly. Like Rav Yasef said. That an armed robber pays careful. So the Gemara says. No. There's no right to so this. The Gemara gives a few answers. Says the Gemara, Omri, they said it on this misavres First of all, we could simply answer who says this price over here follows the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda the Oma Seicher, Kenais Sacher that the halach of a renter is like a shemi Sacher, <laughs> and therefore you're forced to say that we're talking about not stammer a ganeve, we're talking about an armed robbery. <laughs> Maybe this braise holds like Rabbi Meir the Oma. What does Rabbi Meir say? That every renter has the halokha like Shay M'Chinom. So if he has the like a chinom, he's potter from Gneve and Avedah. So when this Braiasa says that he could have pottered himself, what does it mean? He could have patted himself by simply saying that it got stolen with a, with a robber, not with the armed robbery. Regular Gneve. And then when the Braiasa says that you found that Ganev that he has to pay Kefal, talking about a regular Ganev. We're not talking about an armed robbery here. So there's no, there's no Rai here, B'chalal, to uh, Rav yasef or similarly, the Gemara says, even if you want to say it's Rabbi Yehuda, but we don't know what Rabbi Yehuda holds. We had this already before in the Masech, that <laughs> Rabbi Baravue, Rabbi Baravu'a, switches the opinions. And Vitani and he said, <laughs> what level of, of guarding? There's a Seicher, a renter, have to do. How does he pay if it gets uh, stolen from him? <laughs> Rabbi Meir says, every Seicher is like a <laughs> Seicher. Rabbi Yehuda is the one that says, that every renter has the halacha of a M'Chinom. So we could say the Brai says, Rabbi Yehuda, and it's shaym M'Chinom, and we're not talking about an armed robbery, we're talking about a regular geneva, and if the Hashem would would ta'ina, that it got stolen, he would be chayved to pay for that. Right. So it's, again, if he would ta'ina that it got stolen, he would be potted to pay for that, that is. And so said, therefore, that's what the Brai is saying, he could have potted himself, he took upon himself to pay, and then we found the robber, and uh, he has to pay kefal, and he pays the kefal to this seicher, which was ready to which was ready to pay, even though he could have patted himself. So it's all talking about a regular Geneva, not about any armed robbery. Mm-hmm. And the says another answer. says, <laughs> what it's talking about over here is <laughs> This person, he's a seicher, and this seicher, even if you are going to say that this seicher has a halacha like a shemis sachar and therefore he is responsible for ganev and Aveda, and therefore the only way he could patter himself is by saying that it was an armed robbery. So, yeah, itake he he tainted that there was, a, there was an armed robbery, and he it, he could patter himself with this. But then what happened was the listem But then when they found the robber, they found the story that happened. So the cameras, or whatever it is, they saw the story that happened, and they saw it was a robbery, but it wasn't an armed robbery. So if it wasn't an armed robbery, that's why he's paying the keful. So in other words, what, what is saying is the taineh, that this person could say to patter himself, and what ended up actually happening, he's not necessarily the same thing. He he could he is that there was a list of Mazuyan and therefore he wanted a patter himself. So... He could have potted himself, that is. No, he, he didn't, he, he could have potted himself. But no, he, instead he, he went and paid. <coughs> and then when he found the robber, it wasn't an armed robbery, so that he has to pay keful. So because this person was ready to pay, he gets the payment of that keful. That's what it's talking about. So it's no riot to what Rav Yisaf said.